Hello and welcome to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer, a series featuring conversations with experts to share recent market developments, key insights and strategic inputs from around the globe. Hello everyone, my name is Kelly Chia, Deputy Head of Research Asia at Bank Julius Baer and welcome to our weekly podcast. So here are five things that I think investors should have on their minds this week. Number one, Obviously, we will review the week's performance as usual, as in last week's performance. Secondly, we'll check out what investors have been buying with the really strong rally that we've seen so far. Third, we will explore why digital assets in particular have done really well. Fourth, we will also look forward to seeing what the Fed will do on the 1st of February, which is basically this Thursday, the first meeting of 2023. Finally, we'll check in on how Japan has been doing as a travel destination after it has reopened. So let's start. First up, market performance as of the end of last week, S&P up 6%, Nasdaq up 11%. This is actually the best performance for the Nasdaq since 1999, so just before the dot-com era. If anyone was positioned bearishly to start this year, unfortunately, they probably felt like a snowman left out in the desert sun, okay? So as we come to the end of the first month of 2023, possibly, you know, that the markets will take a break and consolidate after such a strong, strong move. Second thing, the asset of choice for many investors coming back into the markets in the first 30-odd days of this year are actually bonds and emerging markets. For bonds, we see really, really strong investment grade and high yield inflows. In fact, the strongest since September 2021. And there's also been really high conviction in emerging markets with the strongest emerging market debt and equity inflows since March of 2021, going back even further back than the bonds uh, number that I showed you just now. This was, of course, crowded around the China reopening trade for stocks. For private banking high net worth clients, we noticed that this was their 47th of the last 48 weeks of bond buying. Well, what this means is that it really goes to show that the thirst for yield remains very, very high. In fact, in the last, they've continued to buy bonds, right? For the last, basically, almost one year, 52 weeks. So 47 out of 48 weeks. I see that the current situation for bonds actually is like a time machine. It's really letting bond investors go back years earlier to get the yields that they missed out on. For US investment grade, the yields are essentially back to just after the global financial crisis in 2009. And unfortunately, if you haven't gotten in, this is getting lower by the day. So move fast. Thirdly, on our list to talk about, obviously, is digital assets. They are up 39% as of the end of last week for the two main crypto coins, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Ethereum registering slightly lower and lagging Bitcoin in general, but still up 30 odd percent. This very bullish price section is in tandem with the Nasdaq. In fact, our analysis released more than one year ago has shown that crypto prices are like a juiced up version of the Nasdaq. So if that tech index moves 1%, there's a really high chance that crypto moves 2 to 4%. Do note that this is correct on the upside as well as the downside. So far though, Bitcoin has beaten Ethereum this year despite the Ethereum protocol likely to undergo another big upgrade 
sometime in March this year, just about two, two months later, where maybe Ethereum, in this Shanghai upgrade, Ethereum that has been staked can actually be withdrawn. This is called the Shanghai upgrade. Who knows, maybe as we get closer to the date, Ethereum might start to move more than Bitcoin. So I said just now that Bitcoin rose 39% uh, as of the end of last week. Interestingly, 90% of those 39% returns occurred during US trading hours. So I think that's a very large contribution of the rally, probably associated with US-based investors. Fourth on our list is the all-important Fed meeting on the 1st of February on Thursday. All eyes are on the Fed who is expected to hike 25 basis points. But a key thing here is that we all have our ears peeled to check if the Fed continues their March meeting with another 25 basis points. So the market is currently pricing in 80% chance of that happening. But it has come down from 100% just two weeks ago. Which could mean that actually most of the investors is anticipating the Fed could stop its hiking cycle. For Julius Baer, we think this hike on the 1st of February is the last one that the Fed should do because financial conditions are already quite restrictive. Doing more hikes until something breaks, uh, we think is going to be a policy mistake. Finally, something lighter to end the podcast. Let's talk about the reopening of many people's favorite holiday destination, Japan. I just went to Japan also the end of last year. Uh, the number of foreign tourists who came to Japan in December of last year went up by 400,000. I was part of the 400,000 to about 1.4 million people compared to November. So just to remind our listeners, this is still only 54% or just above half of what it would be in December 2019, just before COVID. Interestingly, the impact of the Chinese tourists is currently quite minimal because of some entry restrictions specifically for Chinese tourists. But we think Chinese tourist demand for travel to Japan is likely to remain really high and is going to be unabated. A few reasons. Flight times from the large Chinese cities to Tokyo are only about three hours. And the Chinese currency is the strongest against the yen in the last 30 years. So if shopping's the Chinese uh, tourist thing, well, their currency is, it's great time for them to do shopping because the currency is so strong. So we expect the full tourism impact from Chinese tourists in Japan would probably be back-end loaded, of course, barring geopolitics. Clearly, the sectors that will benefit are transport, you know, trains, for example, lodging, hospitality, and consumer goods. But just to forecast what's a, you know, a foretaste of what's likely to come in Japan, Tokyo Disneyland, often rated as the best Disneyland in the world by many people. They have visited all Disneylands all over the whole world. Their most recent operating profit that has yet to be announced is anticipated to actually have exceeded pre-COVID levels already. So that's all I have for you today. It's been a good start for 2023 so far. There's a little bit of market consolidation these couple of days, but let's hope that this year is going to end well for everybody. Thanks to all our listeners for tuning in. Take care, stay safe, and goodbye for now. Get ready for the day ahead. Moving Markets is a daily market news briefing from Julius Baer's leading experts. You'll hear all about the latest ups and downs across asset classes, the underlying drivers, and our thoughts on where markets are heading. 
Search for Moving Markets on your favourite podcast player. You have been listening to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you heard, subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher or wherever you listen. To learn more about Julius Baer, our people, our latest thinking, visit us at www.juliusbaer.com. We will be back with a brand new episode soon. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliusbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further important legal information.